Hello and welcome to Living the Abundant Life, Encounter God Today. I'm Alexis Carucci and I want to thank you for joining me, whether you're listening on this Facebook Live or on the replay or you're uh, listening on my YouTube channel or on my new podcast. Hallelujah. So thank you for joining me today. Today we're looking at God's healing love. So let's open in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time that you have set aside for us to gather, whether today or listening at a future date and time. We thank you that there's no time or distance in the Spirit, and whatever you have to say to us ministers to us, because your word is truth. And we thank you that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just commit this time into your hands. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and teach us with your anointing. Anoint me, Lord, with your words to say to your people today. And those that don't know you, Lord, may they come to know your healing love, as well as those of us who already are in Christ Jesus. And we ask this in his name. Amen. Once again, thanks for joining me today. We're looking at God's healing love. Well, God's love brings healing because He has a true Father's heart, one full of compassion, understanding, and a desire for our health and wholeness. Therefore, being healed and whole has always been God's heart for us, His precious children. Furthermore, Jesus understands what we go through in this life because he went through these things also, such as disappointment, uh, temptation, suffering, weariness, grief and sorrow, loneliness, rejection, etc. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, and I read my verses from the New King James Version unless I tell you otherwise. So let's look at Hebrews 4. 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hallelujah. Well, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, because of his love. John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16 tells us that. Through the fall of mankind in the Garden of Eden, we lost everything. However, Jesus recovered all through his atonement. So sin, death, disease, and poverty are all a part of the curse that Christ redeemed us from through his atonement on the cross. So healing is a part of God's redemptive plan. Hallelujah. And everything that Jesus obtained for us on the cross is also available to us today. He took our sins, sicknesses, diseases, and infirmities on his own body to bring us healing spiritually, physically, emotionally, <clears throat> financially, excuse me, and relationally. 
Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, and 1 Peter 2, 24. Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, Acts 10:38. We don't have to see or understand everything that happens in our lives at that moment, but we can look to Jesus and trust that God is good. He is good at being God, and He will work all things out for good for those who believe and follow Him, Romans 8.28. When we truly know and believe that God loves us, we can trust Him with our lives and in any situation or circumstance that we find ourselves. Hallelujah. Let's look at what Jesus says in Luke 4, verses 18, 19, and 21. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And He began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Matthew 8:16 and 17 says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Perhaps you need physical healing. We receive our healing by grace through faith in God, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. However, you can't believe and receive your healing by grace through faith until you know that it is His will to heal you, and Jesus provided it for you through His death and resurrection. We can see through Scripture that there are many different options on how we can receive our healing. We can believe and receive our healing through faith in the Word of God, Mark 11, 23 and 24, or through point of contact, such as laying on of hands, anointing oil, and a prayer cloth. A point of contact is used to release our faith to God. God can use any method to heal anyone who reaches out to Him in faith. But we must keep our eyes on Him as the healer and not on the delivery system or the point of contact that carries God's healing power to us. We can receive healing through prayer and the anointing of oil by the church elders, James 5, 14 and 15, or those specifically anointed to minister to the sick. We receive healing through the supernatural manifestation of the healing power of God, such as the gifts of healings, the gift of faith and working of miracles, 1 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. We can receive healing through the healing anointing or by taking com Holy Communion. It's by Jesus' stripes that we're healed, and it's His shed blood that made way for us to receive all that He wants to give us, salvation, healing, deliverance, etc. We can receive healing through faith in the name of Jesus, as we see in Acts 3.16, or using our spiritual authority over the enemy, Luke 10.19. Also, in Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, we see um, the prayer of agreement. 
And in James 5.16, we can see praying down the power of God. Well, faith in God's power or the anointing is needed for healing in most of these options. God's power is always present, but it isn't always in manifestation. However, you can always receive healing by simply believing and receiving His Word. Even when His power is in manifestation, faith still needs to be exercised because that's how we receive everything from God. Hebrews 11 verses 1 and 6. So whether by faith or the faith of the person who is ministering to us, faith is uh, part of the key that opens the door to healing for us. So ask the Holy Spirit, what's the best way for you to receive your healing based on your present level of faith? He knows you better than you know yourself. And then follow his leading. Healing is all about what Jesus has paid for and done for us. We don't deserve um, healing uh, or warrant it because of our worthiness or our performance. It's Jesus that has already done the work and all we need to do is receive it. Remember that it's the grace of God through Jesus and his finished work on the cross. Matthew 15, 26 says, Healing is the children's bread. That's us. We're God's children. Hallelujah. So here are some encouraging words to put your heart and mind at rest and peace. First, don't let the devil or anyone else, for that matter, uh, bring you under condemnation by telling you that it's contrary to the principles of faith to use doctors and medicine when you need healing. Remember, Jesus loves you and he is willing to meet you on any level of faith at which you can receive. Hallelujah. He healed all who came to him and responded to every level of faith, never withholding the miracle. The important thing is to get into the word of God and exercise the faith you have in whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Well, Jesus heals more than physical pain, sickness, and disease. He also heals our internal brokenness because of sin, bringing spiritual healing as we receive Christ as our Savior. He also heals our deepest and innermost needs as well. God's love makes us whole. Luke 5, 17 through 26. Jeremiah 17, 14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Jeremiah 30, 17, For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion, no one seeks her. And in that verse um, where it says, heal you of your wounds, it's actually referring to chronic wounds. So whether this is something you've had um, for a long time or just recently, the Lord has already made a way to heal you through His Son, Jesus Christ. Well, our Heavenly Father wants to bring comfort and healing when we experience loss, pain, trouble, etc. He wants to heal the trauma we experience to recover our futures and walk in the destiny He has prepared for us. When we receive the Father's love and comfort, we can begin to believe God again for His purposes to manifest in our lives. 
Second Corinthians 1 verses 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And this is our scripture verse for today. We see in Psalm 86:15, But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. We may have difficulty believing God loves us because of hurtful and challenging experiences in life that have caused us pain. We shut our hearts down when we are in pain, and we may not even know it because our hearts are deceitful. See Jeremiah 17:9. We often live with broken heart with brokenheartedness manifested in many different ways, such as sadness, depression, discouragement, fear, anxiety, anger, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, grief, etc. We may also have self-rejection or self-hatred, but God calls us to wholeheartedness, which is a part of the resurrection work of Jesus Christ. Inner healing is applying the crucified and resurrected life of Christ Jesus and His blood to the wounds of our soul. Hallelujah! Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and those whose lives are shattered or fractured. Check out Luke 4:18, which we read earlier, and Psalm 34:18. He came to release us from adverse effects of our brokenness. Psalm 147:3 says, "He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds." We need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us by revealing our hearts and helping us to change. First, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to show us and remember a time when we were hurt. Then ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any lies we believe about Jesus that overshadows the truth about Him. And the Holy Spirit will tell you. Next, repent and ask forgiveness for believing those lies. Then ask the Holy Spirit to give you the truth. Finally, replace those lies with the truth from God's Word and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Visualize Jesus coming into that scene that you've remembered and allow Him to move freely, healing the hurt with His loving presence. Once connected to the love of God, our hearts are safe and we can receive from Him all that we need. In Matthew 11:28 through 30 Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Remember, fear and love, uh, fear and love can't coexist together. Fear is all about self-preservation and is the exact opposite of the nature of God. Fear comes from Satan, our enemy, and God has not given us a spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 
It's not enough to know that God loves us or confess that he does, but we need to experience his agape, unconditional love. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to give us a fresh and real revelation of the love of God. Knowing God loves us and that he is good will allow us to trust him with our lives. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because love involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Well, because God loves us, he wants to meet our needs and for us to be blessed and prosper in every area of our lives. Remember, he is the good shepherd, and it is his love that gives us all things to enjoy. 1 Timothy 6.17 When we depend on him, we will lack nothing. Psalm 23.1 But we must learn to trust God and the power of his love. And there are steps that we can take to believe God loves us by trusting him, trusting in his word, his name, and the integrity of his character, his mercy, his compassion, his goodness, his grace, etc. So have faith in the love of God. Have faith in God who is love. We need to learn to trust his love to save, heal, deliver, provide, protect, etc. His love does great things and when we know we are loved, we do great things. But when we have fear, anxiety, or worry, and lack trust in Him, it means we don't believe in the love of God. So believe in His love. We need a revelation of the Father's heart, His love and mercy. The Father's love meets all our needs. Live in the revelation that God loves you. Let Him love on you today. It will change your life. I also want to encourage you to share the love of God and what Jesus has done in your life with others. Remember, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, Revelation 19.10. Therefore, when you share Jesus' healing power in your life, others can believe that if Jesus did it for you, he could do it for them also. Mark 5.19 says, However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and know, excuse me, has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. I love uh, this verse in the Passion Translation, Psalm 107, 20 and 21 says, God spoke the words, be healed, and we were healed, delivered from death's door. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. 3 John 1 verse 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today, each and every one that has come on this Facebook Live, as well as listening on the replay on the YouTube channel or on my podcast. You can also uh, find a written blog that I post every Wednesday at alexiscarucci.com. 
And I just pray that the Lord would continue to bless you as you spend time with him in his presence, that you would receive and experience his healing love. Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, thank you that you are love and that because you loved us, you sent your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross to provide healing and wholeness for us. Lord, I pray by your spirit that you would continue to bring revelation into the love of God and the healing and wholeness that he wants to bring to our lives. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you administer to all those today that are sick and in need of a healing touch, whether it's physically, emotionally, uh, even financially or relationally. Lord, whatever the need is, I thank you that Jesus, that you have made way for them to receive all that the Father's heart has for them. So Lord, I pray that we would reach out in faith believing, that we would get into your word and get a word from you for today, a rhema word, a living word, because Jesus Christ is the living word. And we thank you and ask this now in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining me. I pray that God would bless you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Until next week, God bless.